This is a story from the land of Nod. Hi, my name is Annie and I create everything that you see and hear here at Land of Nod. Each week I retell a wonderful children's story that has been specially chosen to reflect a unique place, country, culture or people. These are not your average fairy tales, they are stories from all of us because we all have a story to tell. If you would like to listen to one more special story each week and completely ad-free, please sign up at patreon.com forward slash Land of Nod, where you can also get a special discount of my first kid's book, Leave Some Sea for Me. And now, who's ready for a story? The Nightingale Many, many years ago, the Emperor of China lived in a palace that was surrounded by beautiful gardens. Visitors came from all over the country, and indeed from all over the world, to admire his silk draperies, exquisite vases, and beautiful exotic flowers. But after the visitors toured the palace and gardens, they always wanted to see more. It is so beautiful here, they would say. Please, please show us some more. Well, one day, A fisherman who was selling his fish just outside the palace heard the visitors say these exact words. Visitors, please, I can show you the most beautiful thing in all of China, he would say. He began leading visitors into the forest to see a beautiful nightingale that lived there. At first the visitors would grumble. What is this nonsense? We trudged all the way out here to see a plain grey bird. But just then the nightingale would open its beak and begin to sing. Its voice was pure and strong. Its song was lovelier than anything the visitors had ever heard. Word soon spread about this unique bird and its voice of purest beauty. Soon, more and more visitors were thronging to the palace and demanding to see the fisherman who would bring them to this magical bird. And so, the nightingale became known as the most beautiful thing in all of China. Soon, everyone in the land had heard of this amazing bird. Everyone, that is, except the emperor himself. Now, the emperor of China was an old and somewhat lonesome man. He usually stayed alone inside his palace and knew nothing of the nightingale's lovely song. One day, the Emperor of China received a letter that came from the Emperor of Japan. I have heard of your wonderful nightingale, the Japanese Emperor wrote. People say he is the most beautiful thing in all of China. Indeed, some people say he is the most beautiful thing in all of the world. I must see this wonder. I will arrive in two days to pay you a visit and admire this heavenly creature. The Emperor of China was very puzzled with this letter. He quickly summoned his Prime Minister. What is all this talk of the nightingale that is the most beautiful thing in all of China? The Emperor asked. Oh, what rubbish! The Prime Minister scratched his chin. Your Excellency, your painted screens or your beautiful paintings or your delicate rare orchids are the most beautiful things in China. But nightingales are quite plain. That may be said the emperor. But the emperor of Japan arrives in two days. He demands to see this nightingale. Search high and low until you find it. So 
the Prime Minister started in the basement and worked his way up to the tallest tower of the palace. He looked under rugs and behind furniture. He searched every inch of the palace, but he could not find the nightingale anywhere. Now there was only one day left before the Japanese Emperor's arrival. The Emperor of China was very worried. This time, he summoned the Prime Minister and all the palace guards. The Emperor of Japan will be here tomorrow, the Chinese Emperor told them. He is expecting to see this nightingale that is the most beautiful thing in all of China. Spread out and search the gardens. That bird must be here somewhere. The Prime Minister and the palace guards trooped out into the gardens. They climbed trees and waded through fountains. They peeked under shrubs. They searched every inch of the garden. But they just could not find the nightingale. First thing the next morning, the Emperor of China received a message. The Japanese Emperor's ship had just sailed into the harbour. The Chinese Emperor summoned his Prime Minister, the palace guards and all the lords and ladies of the court. The Emperor of Japan will be here today, he told them. Spread out into the forest surrounding my gardens. Do not come back until you've found this bird, or do not come back at all. The Prime Minister, the palace guards and all the lords and ladies of the court trekked out into the woods. Again, they climbed the tallest trees and rustled the long grasses. They peeked into hollow logs and splashed through streams and rivers. They were just about to give up when they came upon the fisherman. Well, why didn't you just ask? I will show you where he perches. The Prime Minister, followed by the guards and all the lords and ladies of the court, marched into the palace as the Japanese Emperor arrived. So where is this famous nightingale, the most beautiful thing in all of China? said the Emperor of Japan. Just then the nightingale flew onto the windowsill. The Japanese Emperor frowned. I must say, he looks rather plain to me. But then the nightingale opened his mouth. Out came the most beautiful song either of the emperors had ever heard. The Emperor of Japan was speechless. The Emperor of China cried tears of joy. I must find a way to thank you for allowing me to hear this nightingale's song, declared the Emperor of Japan. He is truly the most beautiful thing in all of China. Day after day the nightingale's song filled the palace. Day after day the people crowded in to hear the beautiful music. Day after day someone always said, Too bad the nightingale doesn't look as lovely as he sounds. Now, the Emperor of China heard these comments and they made him very angry. The nightingale's song had brought him such joy. He was happier now than he had ever been and he did not feel lonely when the nightingale was singing for him. I will not have the people saying unkind words about the nightingale, he said. I know what I must do. The emperor had his goldsmith make an extravagant golden perch for the nightingale to sit on. He adorned the bird with ribbons and jewels. The people were delighted. Now the nightingale looks almost as lovely as he sounds, they said. Day after day the nightingale sat on his golden perch, wearing his jewels and singing his songs. But the emperor soon began to notice that the little bird looked tired and sad.
the jewels and ribbons were weighing him down and he could not spread his wings and fly. At night the emperor brought the nightingale into his private chambers. Here there were no golden perches or crowds of people. The nightingale perched on the emperor's bed and sang just for the emperor. He could fly around the room and spread his wings and seemed much happier. Gold ribbons and jewels do not enhance your lovely voice, said the emperor. You are the most beautiful thing in all the land when you are yourself, singing your pure, sweet song. And the emperor drifted off to sleep each night to the sound of the nightingale's pure, sweet song. One day, a messenger arrived with a present from the emperor of Japan. I hope you enjoy this gift, wrote the Japanese emperor. It is a small token compared to the great joy you gave me when you allowed me to listen to your nightingale. The Chinese emperor quickly opened the package. Inside was a complete replica of the nightingale, encrusted with emeralds, sapphires and rubies and the most beautiful jewels in the world. On its back was a delicately carved key. The emperor wound the key. The mechanical bird began to sing one of the nightingale's songs. Now, the bird did not sound quite as lovely as the real nightingale, and it only sang one song over and over. Still, the emperor was much pleased. He ordered a second gold perch to be placed beside the first. Now you will get some rest, he told the nightingale. The people were thrilled. Finally, they said, a nightingale that looks just as lovely as it sounds. But they did not notice that the jeweled bird's song was not quite as sweet as the real nightingale's song. They asked to hear the new nightingale over and over again. The people ignored the real nightingale. So eventually he grew sad and he flew home to the forest. Perhaps it is for the best the emperor said. The nightingale was unhappy singing for crowds of people day after day. He will be happier at home in the forest. The people never grew tired of the mechanical bird's song. The emperor closed his eyes and tried to pretend he was hearing the song of the real nightingale. The people loved the mechanical bird and asked to hear it over and over again so it was constantly being wound up with its little key and made to sing. It played again and again, until one day, after a song, it popped with a loud twist and a bang. It stopped. The emperor took the bird down and shook it firmly. The prime minister wriggled its key, but the bird would not play. They finally called in the watchmaker. Hmm, it looks like a spring has sprung, the watchmaker proclaimed. I can fix it, but from now on, you'll have to handle this bird with care. Only wind it up and have it sing on special occasions. The emperor became very miserable. He'd lost his friend the nightingale, and now he didn't have the mechanical bird to take his place. The emperor grew sick and weak and took to his bed. The Prime Minister, the Palace Guards and all the Lords and Ladies of the Court tried everything, but nothing could cure the Emperor. Soon, 
the old fisherman heard of the emperor's illness and promptly went to the forest to tell the nightingale. The nightingale flew straight to the emperor's bedroom. He perched on his bed and began to sing his beautiful song. The emperor opened his eyes. You came back, he whispered. Tears of joy streamed down the emperor's cheeks. The nightingale sang a sweet song for the king. The emperor sat up in bed and soon the colour returned to his cheeks. The nightingale loved the emperor because the emperor appreciated him just as he was. And the emperor loved the nightingale because the emperor could tell him secrets and knew he couldn't tell anybody else. All day long the Prime Minister, the Palace Guards and all the Lords and Ladies of the Court told the Emperor only what they thought he wanted to hear. But in the evenings the little Nightingale only listened and sang. It's because of you I'm feeling so much better. Precious jewels cannot match the beauty of your song and mechanical parts cannot give the friendship that comes from your heart. From then on the bird sang freely and roamed the forest during the day. Then at night, he would come to the emperor's bedroom and sing his beautiful song to the emperor, making him well and lulling him to sleep. The End